This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Maybe you're riding along, listening in on your smart device. Tune in radio, OO Tunes, a couple of great apps in which you can uh, download to your smart device and listen to the show. You can take us with you if you have to go out, maybe in the middle of the live show from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern, the repeat of the show at 10 p.m. Eastern and 6 a.m. Eastern in the morning. Whatever you use, that's awesome. Tune in radio, OO Tunes, just some suggestions on our part of which to uh, take the show with you using your smart device. Maybe you sit at your desk. Maybe at work, AMI.ca also streams the program as they stream AMI audio. Maybe you'll do that as well. I'm Kelly McDonald, host of the program at the London, Ontario Home Studio. Danielle McLaughlin at the Home Studio in Toronto. And we welcome you back to the show. Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, we get a chance to speak to our community reporters. Uh, this week, we will have a community reporter report on Thursday because, of course, we were away yesterday. But let's let's focus on Foundland. You know I say that kid once in a while just to make you say, you know better than that! Newfoundland and, of course, Labrador on her beat. Was there a Newfoundland any time recent? Anyway, (laughs) how are you, Kim? I'm doing great. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoyed it. And Oh, don't you just love this time of year? Um, Yeah, I know what it's like here. But I, I, you know, always wonder anywhere else, different places, whoa, whoa, what's it like there? Because we, we, you know, we were talking about this earlier, people asking, how come Canada has Thanksgiving in October? And we all know, well, the assumption is, uh, yeah. you know, later on it's, it's whatever, colder and snowy. But there are parts <laughs> of Canada where I'm sure you get the odd Thanksgiving where it is nice, ripe and cold. Uh, how are things for you guys? Was it just beautiful weather? A really nice weather. You know, chilly. Like, we know that, you know, that it's turned. Does that make sense? Like, you need your, your layers and your yes. sweater and or your right. hoodie and that type of thing. But it's just a, so that's crisp air and the, the leaves are turning. I walked over to a park nearby and just absorbing it all in. Like, I love this time of year. It is my favorite time, the colors and everything like that. So, it, it, uh, it's, a, it's not bad. And I guess for Canada, we, so when we harvest everything, hey, for the vegetables, yep. and that's yep. what I've seen my friends posting, look, this is what we, you know, we, like my friend invited me over and I ate potatoes from their garden. Right? Yeah, that yeah nice I, I, oh, that's thing. so nice. And I think we we do <laughs> that. We, we focus so much on the ham, turkey, the meat part of it, as opposed to wow, this is the the results of the bounty if you're lucky enough to have it from your harvest, yep. Kim. Exactly. Like I didn't really get much this year. I had a little tomato plant that I neglected. So <laughs> yeah, well, t- tomatoes. No matter if you re- neglected them or not, people are saying our gardener says Sue Kearney. Man, they were coming up. Um, let's talk about songs and stories and ghosts of, of ghosts and spirits. This is backed by popular demand. Right. So this is part of the First Light Center for Performance and Creativity. I think I mentioned something last week that they had like songwriter circle. So now they have this stories and ghosts thing. I think this sounds so cool, doesn't it? I mean, to get out and listen. And there's four Newfoundland Labrador storytellers, Dale Jarvis, Kathy Walsh, Francois Von Dial and Jenny Williams. I don't know all of them, but Dale Jarvis, I have heard of him and I've seen him. And he's a folklorist, is that the correct word? The collection of Newfoundland folks there. And he started the um, 
a ghost walk that we had downtown. You know, it'd be pre-COVID, that type of thing. But you can walk around downtown and hear stories about them. the haunted hike, it's called. So I would think that his stories are going to be pretty interesting. And you have music included. And for $15 to $20, like general admission, I mean, you can't beat that for an entertaining evening night out. And October wow. the 15th. And I said, yeah, I think that should be as fun. And, it, you know, I haven't been to the facility, but I, I, it seems like it's a standalone building. St. John's Newfoundland. St. John's, you can get the Gold Bus Fair. Like, there's opportunities to get out and enjoy the different events ongoing. Uh, I, I love the idea of the outdoor ones, such as, like you said, the ghost walk. But anyone getting together, yeah. because what's really cool with storytelling like this, everyone, as much as someone says, oh, people get together, tell these different stories that they've accumulated. But you know what? Everybody's going to tell the stories in their own way, a different way, and and yes. still with the same goal, entertain you and scare the pants off you. Yeah, sounds like exactly. a great a great pre-Halloween venture. That sounds sure. like a lot of fun. Isn't it? Isn't it a good idea? I think oh, it would great. be like, I think I want someone to go with me and you know, <laughs> hold your hand. My <laughs> exactly. Let my imagination run, especially if they tell stories. Like the haunted hike is in the summertime. But if he incorporates that or any of them incorporate those stories to, you know, this time of year, I mean, you might be afraid to leave the building. Well, and there are so many stories that, you know, are the, either the urban myths or true that that oh. have happened in every town, city, you know, hamlet, whatever it might be. And when folks get hold of these stories and and tell them and share them with you, oh, yeah, and for 15 bucks, you can't complain. Exactly, or $20, $15 for students and right. seniors and art workers and 20 that's So I said the night's a good evening in my mind. It uh, sounds like a good lead into your second topic about the CCB Newfoundland Halloween dance. Oh, I know. I'm looking forward to this as well. So that's um, it's the, our local chapter is called the EA Baker branch in Newfoundland Labrador. So it's Canadian Council of the Blind, as most you know our listeners would know, and and they have the dance coming on. And October 31st, actually, that, that night, it's a Monday evening, and it's at the um, Lions Chalet, which is accessible, and the Go Bus will get there and pick you up or get a taxi. Um, and Shane, the DJ, he's he's a friend of mine, and he does great music. He's a really, you know, his, his, his music is really good, gets you up dancing, and you'll be on the dance floor, great mix. He's visually impaired as well. That's, I don't need to add that, but I just like the, the idea that and he's, he's um, involved with the executive of the CCB. So it's it's really things like a fun evening, $2, which is not that much. And But now they're doing it as a fundraiser for future CCB events. So there'll be ticket sales and door prizes and, you know, a few little snacks, you know, passed around. But it's meant to, you know, bring bring some extra cash so that they can do some towards their fundraiser and dress up. So dress up as Halloween. And the contact I did send to Marianne, it should be on your website, is Lori, Lori Shea or Karen Young. They're both the executive of um, CCB. So, And you do not need to be a member because oftentimes a lot of these events you need to be a member of CCB. But this is not, like I'm a member so I can bring a friend with me or, you know, a bunch of people together. So just for an evening out, night out to have a few dances. Sounds like a great time had by all. And that's right on... So. And that's on Halloween itself, Monday, October 31st. Excellent. So uh, if you go, what are you going to dress up as? Well, I'm not sure. I've got several costumes. But then at the same time, I have a dilemma. I love Halloween and giving out candy with the kids. (laughs) So I said, how am I going to do both? So 
But I do have pumpkin costumes and witch costume and I have princess. I mean, I've got enough costumes I can go through my, I call it like a tickle trunk to be a pirate. I can be a cowboy. Anything I want. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing, and that's and that's fun, and especially being able to do it because a lot of people will be not necessarily faced with the same dilemma as you. They may have no family or people that they they can celebrate it with. So having that opportunity is is wonderful. Um, your next topic: socks in the oh. city, etc., in support of Daffodil Place and One Night Stand against cancer. Absolute wonderful, wonderful uh, charities to to support. Exactly, and I'm um. I don't. I guess I, you know, disclose. I was experiencing. I had breast cancer this year. You, you and Kelly know, but maybe not your listeners. So it's been a, you know, <laughs> your world turns upside down and inside oh, out. Boy. And I, I'm just thankful for the support. Fortunately, I, I didn't need radiation or um, chemo or anything. But I, you know, ongoing maintenance. So that this is a. And this really hit home to me this year. Like I've seen advertisements for different fundraisers and different things for cancer support or pink pink days and stuff. But when I saw this, I said this really, obviously, you know, hit me a bit more because I was fortunate. I lived here in St. John's or Mount Pearl area. I can get back and forth to the hospital if I had to have treatment. I would have a you know a boatload of friends that could help me. I'm lucky. The Daffodil Place is a place here in St. John's. It's um, is operated by the Canadian Cancer Society, and it's available to clients and caregivers who must travel to St. John's for cancer treatment. And they, you know, like $30, you get a room and your TV and a mini fridge, and they'll bring you back and forth to your appointment. So when you get that cancer diagnosed, the last thing you need to be doing is worrying about where you're going to stay and what you're going to eat and, and, right. and how you're going to afford to get back and forth. So uh, when I saw this, I said, oh, my gosh, I'm getting every one of my friends. And, you know, someone, we're going to this craft activity. It's located at the Glen Denning Golf Club, which is here in um, St. John's, you know, next near Mount Pearl. But people will know the area. $3 a mission and masks are required. But the money will go support to the daffodil place and, like I said, the one-night stand against cancer. So uh, very worthwhile from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it looks not just socks, like hand-knitted socks, hats, mittens, etc., by cancer survivors and the family. So the etc. could be scarves and whatnot. And we got the balsam fur Christmas wreath, Christmas vintage items. What else? Oh, potastic bandanas and things, or the patchmaker, plants, house plants, festive live music, 50-50, an auction. What else do we have here? It just looks like I'm going to be doing my Christmas shopping. Braids and time <laughs> charcuterie board, punch needle creation, collectible china teacup, art prints. I mean, it really sounds like a beautiful collection that there should be something for everybody. You know, yeah. get a gift for yourself get some gifts for your family members and it's really, really supporting a very, you know, worthwhile cause that, you know, that well, certainly it touched my life. My parents, my mom, both my parents had cancer. So many of us had people have cancer. And now that I am now a survivor, you know, it's, we can't do enough. And Kim, I'd imagine people going, whether there are people who are uh, survivors that will, will be there uh, selling, you know, items or dropping them off or, or just there uh, for people experiencing or associated with family members or anything with cancer. Uh, exactly. What, what, a, what, a, even just to pick up socks that you're buying that, you know, who has created yes. them. Um, there's gotta be that connection that you feel. 
I agree with you. Like, yeah, especially, and like you said, it's it, 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 it's a hard go, and then not to know where you're going to stay or how you're going to get back and forth, yeah. you know, do the hospital. So, yeah, it's a very wor- it's very much a worthwhile cause. So awesome. I really wanted to add it to this one. So that's Sunday, November the sixth. So write it on your calendar. All right, we'll also also (laughs) put it up on the blog, right? AMI.ca slash Kelly Co. We'll talk to you next month. Kim, thank you. Awesome stuff. Thank you. Take care. See you, Danielle. See you, Kelly. Bye-bye. Kim Thistle is our community reporter in St. John's, Newfoundland, and Labrador covering off those uh, items. Wonderful. AMI.ca slash Kelly Co. So check out the blog. Coming up next, all glitter is not created equal. We learn more about the differences with Bella Strange on our makeup talk. Stand by. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.